You know what's really scary? It turns out you do. You, each of you, know what is scary to you. And some of you let me know what you find scary over these past couple weeks. And I thank you for that. Because it struck me that though we live in a culture, in a society, and in a time that is replete with fears, and there are some fears that transcend any particular culture or society or time and simply come with the very fact that we are human beings, we are rarely given an opportunity to simply name our fears simply, clearly, without judgment. There can be a whole lot of judgment around fear, can't there? And I fear that some of that judgment may have come from this pulpit in the past, virtual pulpit or otherwise. Fear, we are told, is or is darn close to being a moral failing. In 1933, upon the occasion of his first inauguration, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt famously asserted his firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Because this phrase has become so famous, is pulled out of context and quoted in such a wide spectrum of circumstances, it has become virtually drained of any meaningful substance except to tell us, apparently, that we ideally should never be afraid, and the only thing we should be afraid of is fear. Which, when you think about it, only increases my problems, as now, every time I am afraid, I am afraid not only of what I am afraid of, but now I am afraid of the very fact that I am afraid. I don't think that's a very helpful message. And I don't think that's what he was saying. Listen to just a little bit of the context. Listen to what follows that famous line. Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. It is not simply fear that we have to fear, but nameless, unreasoning, unjustified fear. It is the fear that is not brought into consciousness, but which yet can control our responses and actions, often with dire consequences. Far from asking us to not fear or to escape or deny or dispel our fears, Roosevelt seems to be suggesting that we name them, study them to see if they are justified. It is the nameless fear that we should fear, and that has an easy solution. Name it. And look, when I say easy solution, I don't mean that the fear magically goes away or that that which we are afraid of magically disappears. I do mean that by naming it, we can then begin to understand how it shows up in our lives and we can address the effects of that which we fear.
many things are scary. Some scary things are within our power to change, and naming them gives us the power and clarity to work toward that change with others, as we do in this congregation. Some scary things are not in our power to change, and naming them connects us to our own feelings, and naming them in community connects us with one another and the feelings and responses and fears of another. And although this may seem like a strange service topic for this month of cultivating relationship, it is actually quite appropriate because we are often told to stuff our fears, to deny our fears, to fix our fears, to not be fearful, to strive to be fearless, all of these messages that cause us to bury our fears within ourselves, unknown and unnamed, because of all that, it can be a powerful thing to name our fears, a way, in fact, to deepen connections. C.S. Lewis wrote that friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another, What? You too? I thought I was the only one. You too? I thought I was the only one. In that spirit, I invite you to listen to how some responded to this prompt. You know what's really scary? The responses came from people of many different ages, from members and friends and staff, and they run from the immediate to the generational the personal to the global, and often there is not such a hard line between those two poles as we might imagine. From the touchingly humorous to the truly terrifying, all of them are real. I will read them as I receive them, sometimes excerpts, but all in the author's own words, with a brief time of silence in between each. I invite you to listen to what is named and simply be with it, knowing that it is what arose for someone and most likely speaks for many someones here. There is power in the naming and comfort in naming within a community of people who have promised to be here for one another. You know what's really scary? If Trump gets reelected in 2024, it's what immediately came to mind. Second would be, what if we don't control climate change? You know what's really scary? Waiting for your child or dog to come up from under an ocean wave. You know what's really scary? Global warming, aging parents, cognitive decline, being super scattered. You know what's really scary? Once we die, the thought that that's it, we turn into dust. You know what's really scary? 
What I find really scary is our willingness to look back to the past to create the future. It is how people get stuck damaging others, arguing that what didn't work in the past will work only if you try harder. The phrase, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again, is not an instruction to repeat your effort, but to do it differently. You know what's really scary? I am scared by how many cannot stay in their bodies, stay in the now, stay in community. It's a big problem and an old one, but appears to be getting worse. Nature is a lot less fearful. You know what's really scary? A caffeinated little sister. You know what's really scary? The possibility the Republicans will take the House in 22 and then the White House in 24. You know what's really scary? Spiders. You know what's really scary? Thinking about the world with the severely disrupted climate we're leaving to my grandchild. You know what's really scary? Falling to your death. You know what's really scary? I am scared for my safety. I am on guard all the time, worried that out of nowhere, I will be attacked. You know what's really scary? Letting your child out into the world. You know what's really scary? Continuing inaction about climate change the unbridled march against democracy, erosion of voting rights, willful self-deception and fear of educating ourselves and our children about the effects of our country's racist roots, recall mania. You know what's really scary? Leaving people behind. Leaving people behind. You know what's really scary? Fear of not doing it right. It can be expressing an idea, taking a risk, asking a question, or speaking up when something is unacceptable. Basically, anything that would expose me to being rejected and or unloved. I send this off to you hoping I did it right. To which I replied, yes, <laughs> you did it just right. All of those who responded. These are some of the things we find really scary. 
these fears are present to and among us. Some of these fears can be addressed. Some seem to be simply woven into the fabric of existence. Some a feature of being human. All can be shared in community. For as A. Paul Davies wrote, What are we, any of us, but strangers and sojourners, forlornly wandering through the nighttime until we draw together and find the meaning of our lives in one another, dissolving our fears in each other's courage, making music together, and lighting torches to guide us through the dark.